and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. So today is another bite-sized episode and this is another question and from one of my lovely listeners and my listener says what are the signs of being weight restored if you're trying not to weigh yourself how do you know very good question so what i'm going to do in this little bite-sized episode i'm going to talk a bit first about what we mean by weight restoration looking at some of the early physical and mental signs of this then the later indicators as well that hopefully that you are getting to a place where you are weight restored and you're in a better place with food and your body and finally a few tips on how to cope with weight restoration now i guess the really important thing to say is that everyone's journey here is going to be slightly different some people are going to have a smoother ride with weight weight restoration others are going to have a more bumpy ride And I guess that's going to depend a lot on you as an individual, and it might depend as well, perhaps, for how long you have been underweight, and, um, you know, could could depend on lots of different things, and your overall sort of physical health, mental health, etc. So I guess I'm just going to give you a few kind of guidelines and some thoughts, but of course, um, you know, do consult with your team, medical professionals, and do not take this as gospel, and do, as always, appreciate that you are all on your own individual paths. So if you've had an eating disorder where you have been underweight for your body, you're going to probably need to do some weight restoration to restore to full health. And I think this is really, really hard sometimes to get your head around because I think I know so many of my clients have said to me, can you just change my head but I keep my body the same? Because I think that's a common thing sometimes. There's a lot of ambivalence around change and part of you may feel really uncomfortable with the thought of your body changing, but at the same time you might be completely fed up with all the physical and emotional impacts of starvation and restriction and just be so fed up with that and wanting to change that. And um, you can feel really torn. So I think if you're listening and you relate, you are not alone. So what's important to say as well is that weight restoration itself doesn't only include gaining weight. It also includes other signs of health, such as hopefully improvements in your emotional well-being, hopefully improvements in your physical health, and improved cognition, and an absence of perhaps medical concerns that you may have been experiencing when underweight. And I guess as well, it's not like a lovely linear, smooth line in terms of recovering in all these different areas. You know, you might find that um, you become sort of weight restored more quickly but actually you're still really struggling mentally or you're still really struggling with hangover physical effects maybe like some IBS symptoms or something so I guess again everyone's journey is going to be slightly different. Now I think with the whole weight restoration journey one thing that's quite tricky is sometimes if you've been under eating disorder services you may have been given a weight number to get to or a certain BMI and I think often and um, this is quite variable in different places but I think I know many clients who have been given kind of like the lower end of the BMI range and um, you know and of course BMI has its limitations anyway 
But I think for most adults, actually, your set point weight range in terms of the range of where your body is most happy for most adults is probably above the lower end of the BMI kind of normal healthy range. You know, I think most people are probably going to fall, you know, definitely higher up the BMI range than that. And of course, again, limitations on BMI. So I think it's profoundly unhelpful to get really fixated on a certain number and trying to sort of stick there. Because um, I think one of the dangers with this as well is that you can get almost sort of stuck in quasi-recovery, trying to maintain your body at still probably an underweight place for your body. And you're still having to have rules and some restriction in place to maintain that, even though you might be in a better place than before. So I guess I would say like you want to be aiming for weight restoration where you're not having to have all those rules otherwise you're still in a very restricted and restricted place and a place that is not free so you want your body to be in that place much more where you're leaning into your own hunger cues listening to what your body needs and you want to be finding a weight range that your body can naturally sustain for the long term so we're not having to be being preoccupied with food and you can just get on with living your life and as I've said, you know, there's a danger when you get fixated on a particular number, you can hold yourself below where your body's happy, and then you may render yourself stuck in quasi-recovery for a long time with huge food preoccupation, lots of rules, and ultimately you are not free. So of course, it's really important to mention as well that with weight restoration being one part of the process, so important in eating disorder recovery, that the emotional and psychological sides of recovery must be focused on too. Otherwise, what's going to happen is you're going to do weight restoration. You are sort of taking away your coping strategy in a way. You're suddenly going to be feeling more feelings. You're going to be probably be struggling with your body image, struggling with your identity, struggling with some challenging thoughts. So if you're not dealing with the emotional and psychological side of the eating disorder as well, you are not going to be in a great place and you might actually feel that you're in a worse place than you were before because although physically you might be a lot better mentally you are still going to be in a very dark place and the tricky thing is i think sometimes people feel they get to this place and then everyone around them assumes that they are all well and all is right in their world and actually they're in a place where they're really really struggling so i think it's really important to highlight this you know, weight restoration on its own is only one part of recovery. It's really important to address the emotional and the psychological side too. So how do people go about weight restoring? Well, generally, when you are weight restoring, it's very helpful to have some kind of structure with your eating and to maybe follow a plan. So some people do go all in and go for, a, go for it in recovery. So completely allowing their body to go with their hunger with no limits or boundaries and just sort of eating the food that they desire, etc. Now, I think for some people, this works well. Some people just like to do the all in, dive in the deep end head first. But it can also be quite challenging to deal with. And also, if you've been in a period of restriction for a long time, when you do that, your body is going to be a bit all over the place. It's going to take time for your hunger and fullness cues to be regulated. And it can be quite a difficult journey, a difficult roller coaster, you know, particularly in the shorter term. Um, but I'm not saying there's any right or wrong there. For some people, they just really like to do that. So as it is going to take time for your body to tune into hunger, fullness, appetite cues, etc., 
Doing it more slowly and with planning and structure can be immensely beneficial. And then it can help you adjust a bit at a time. And as much as your end goal might be to be a really flexible, intuitive eater, it is really challenging to jump to this. And regular structured eating is often a fantastic stepping stone to this. Now, I know myself as well in my own recovery, when I was sort of going underweight back to a sort of more healthy weight for myself, I didn't do it with a meal plan and with structure. I almost sort of binge my way and into recovery and um, you know restored weight in that way and I wouldn't necessarily recommend that Um, but I know for me I didn't really have much support at the time and I just got to the place where I was just so hungry all the time that um, I couldn't almost not do that and I'm sure I probably could have done looking back if I had some like good support and a sort of structured meal plan because I guess what I was doing when I look back is I was still being very restrictive but then actually when I was allowing myself to eat I was so hungry I would just really really lose control and then I'd restrict again and it wasn't a great cycle and I think in terms of um one's self-esteem and body image and all the rest of it when you sort of binge your way back to recovery and then often your head is not in a great place at all you're very much in danger perhaps of your eating disorder moving from a more restrictive eating disorder like anorexia um, or orthorexia or something into bulimia or binge eating or one of the other eating disorders and not to say that bulimia and binge eating etc aren't restrictive as well as binging so a bit of structure can really help and sometimes like an eating disorder dietitian or something can give you a meal plan or a bit of guidance to really help you with that so what happens to your body when you weight restore so initially it can really be quite challenging and can be really, really difficult to tolerate for many people. So the first stages of weight restoring, that's the sort of first few weeks and possibly months, are usually when some more difficult physical symptoms come into play and the mental symptoms come soon after. So this can be quite a difficult phase. So what are some of these symptoms that you might experience in the earlier phases of weight restoration? So you might have some gastro symptoms like constipation, acid reflux, maybe some pain or bloating. Some IBS type symptoms can be really, really unpleasant. And sometimes this can really put people off and they can feel like, oh, this is, I'm not doing the right thing. You know, um, I'm eating too much. Um, But this is a phase that you kind of have to go through, but it can be really uncomfortable and unpleasant. You might have some fluid shifts and experience edema where you your body holds a lot more water and again this can be really uncomfortable and it can be really triggering for body image as well if you are sort of holding more water and feeling really bloated your stomach might appear more rounded after eating as well um, and sometimes you may hold more weight on your stomach to begin with which again can be really tricky for people to tolerate And you may experience some overshoot with your weight as your body's sort of protective mechanism after being starved. And just to say with this that the overshoot is usually temporary and not everyone experiences this. So if it something is something you're going through, just hang on in there. It is part of the process and it's just your body's survival mechanism. But you will come out the other side of this. You might feel full all of the time, feel as though you're eating consistently, constantly, and that it can be quite uncomfortable, you know, just feeling full and not getting a chance to feel properly hungry. 
You may sort of mentally really struggle with a fear of gaining too much weight. You might fear that your weight's going to go out of control and you might have a lot, a lot of fears around this. And as you are starting to let go of the eating disorder as a coping strategy, you know, you might experience, particularly in these sort of earlier days, you might experience real fluctuations with your mood, lower mood, higher anxiety. You may fear a loss of identity. You might not know who you are without the eating disorder. You might feel quite lost and alone. Um, you may have some body image fears and you may be experiencing emotions, experiencing emotions that have been buried for some time as, um, as they're coming more to the surface. So having said all this, I don't want to kind of put anyone off the process of weight restoration because it is an essential part of recovery. But I guess just to highlight that in the short term, it can really be quite difficult, but the only way out is through and leading you through to the other side, um, you know, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and things potentially are going to become so much better as you move towards your set point range. And now I'm going to talk about some signs to indicate that your body is more peaceful and happy and possibly reaching a place where it is weight restored. And this is kind of leaning more into listening to your body without relying on a particular number goal. So these are some of the things that you might experience. Firstly, hopefully you're going to experience much more stable hunger and fullness cues once your body's getting more to its happy place. Because in those earlier stages of recovery, you might experience huge fluctuations in hunger. I know some of my clients have described feeling ferociously hungry, just like out of control with hunger, just feeling that they could eat and eat and eat and eat and never feel full. But as you get more to your weight restored place, your body is going to be much more stable. So you're not going to get those intense kind of drives to eat. You're not going to feel like your hunger and fullness and everything is all over the place as much. And just to say that to get to this place, it does take a bit of time. So be patient, hang on in there. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. Another wonderful thing about being in a place where you're more weight restored is you'll be far less preoccupied with food. Because when you're in a state of starvation restriction, you are thinking about food all the time, even if you're not eating it. You know, it's in your daydreams, it's in your thoughts, it distracts you from everything. So when you're in this more weight restored place, you are far less preoccupied with food and you can actually just feel much more free and just get on with living a lot more. The next thing is you can be a lot more flexible and hopefully spontaneous when your weight restored because of when you are trying to control your weight, you're often very rigid, you're following lots of rules, you can't be spontaneous, you have to do everything um, by the clock, it causes you a lot of anxiety if you are out of routine, whereas when you're more weight restored, you can be a lot more flexible and feel a bit more peaceful with all of that. You're hopefully going to have improved mood and energy levels. You know, you're going to have like more um, energy and enthusiasm to go and do things, like to go and hang out with your friends, to join in with activities, maybe to go and go out for the day, like, you know, be able to sort of do things and have energy to be able to kind of engage and not be so constantly distracted by thinking about food all the time because you'll actually be able to be much more fueled and then be more present and in the moment, which is just wonderful. Also, when you are more in that weight restored place, you'll find that your body temperature levels out. Now, I know often when people are restricting, they feel really cold all the time. And then when they first start to weight restore, 
I often then have like night sweats and feel really, really hot and the temperature is all up and down all over the place. And that as well can be really um, destabilizing. So your temp- body temperature should be much better because like your metabolism, everything is starting to level out and become you know, functioning optimally. optimally. You might find as well that your sex drive returns, that you suddenly have an interest in people romantically again, which can be quite nice because I think when you're restricting, you are really quite cut off from all of that side of things. And this can open up um, a whole new world for you. Um, and maybe you have some fears around that and that's okay, but there is potential to you know, explore things and to be able to connect with people in a way that you haven't been able to do when you've been in the depths of your eating disorder. You should have less preoccupation around sort of feeling fat and better and better body image with that. And the irony is almost that actually the lower weight that you are, the worse your body image is. And actually with some weight restoration, usually your body image will improve. And that seems a bit of a paradox, but um, I think again, it goes so much with the preoccupation with food and your body that happens when you are low weight whereas actually when you start to weight restore and you can focus on other things and engage much more in life then you know you're not so focused on your body and that is a lot of freedom for you the next thing as well is improve concentration and focus you can actually like sit and watch a tv program without being distracted you can like go to a film and actually listen and watch and absorb it you can actually listen to a conversation without being distracted you can probably write an essay and be able to focus you have some memory to remember things i mean wonderful benefits of being more weight restored You can feel satisfied as well after you have eaten rather than feeling constantly hungry. And again, there's that whole thing about your sort of hunger, fullness, appetite, all regulating out a lot more. So you're just feeling a lot more sort of stable in your body. You're going to sleep better as well. You know, I think when you're restricting, you often wake up a lot in the night and in those early stages of weight restoration, your sleep can be a bit disturbed because of like maybe IBS symptoms or night sweats and all of those kind of things but when you're more in a weight restored place you're going to sleep better and then you'll feel better it's going to improve your mood so much you have better skin and hair as well you're just going to look more healthy which will hopefully make you feel good and you'll generally feel more sociable so have headspace for other things apart from food and body image Now, I'm sure there are more things that I could talk about. (laughs) So if you're listening and you think, actually, Harriet, you've missed something really important, do let me know and, you know, send me a message and um, it can go in the notes under the podcast and we can add to it. Or do send me a DM as well on Instagram at the eating disorder therapist underscore because I'd be very keen if I've missed anything key here. So of course, everyone's recovery is individual. It does take time and be patient. So now just a few thoughts on how to cope with weight restoration, because obviously not an easy thing to do. So number one, have a support team. I think it's great to have professionals involved if needed, often needed, friends, family, people around you who are really cheerleading you on, supporting you, who you can vent to, who you can have a good cry, to if you need to if you're having a really bad body image day people around you who really support and care about you i think that's really really important 
Number two, see an eating disorder specialist dietitian so you can maybe get a structured meal plan and some reassurance and safety and blood sugar stabilization and regular eating and all those good things and from someone who's really in the know. And sometimes if you're really struggling to give yourself permission to be able to eat more, actually working with a professional like an eating disorder specialist like that can be incredibly helpful. Number three, really work to stick to your meal plan because it's the consistency that you need to do. You know, eating a bit more on one day isn't going to result in weight restoration. The consistency is the key. And it's like remembering like this is all leading to um, a better goal, a better life. Number four, radical acceptance of your body changing. And goodness me, it's so easy to say that, isn't it? But it is incredibly hard sometimes to tolerate But I think, again, there's something really helpful about having a radical acceptance that actually to recover from an eating disorder, weight restoration is a necessary part of the process. And getting your head around that is really, really helpful because if you are clinging to the notion that somehow you can stay at a restricted underweight place and somehow change your head without doing that weight restoration work, you're going to be very stuck and that's going to be a miserable place. Number five, donate old clothes, get rid of all those like tiny clothes that you wore when you were really, really ill, get rid of them. And as soon as something becomes too tight, don't wear it because it's a massive trigger for poor body image, okay? So it's really important to buy some clothes that you like in the sizes that you know you need to buy as your, um, you know, your, your body's becoming more healthy, but buying things that you really like and that make you feel good and that are comfortable. And the final one, number six, hold the bigger picture of why you're doing this. Remember the costs of staying in that miserable place where you're being so restrictive. And don't glorify or have a lot of nostalgia for those days where you were in that restrictive place. Because I think the human brain very much glorifies and has a lot of nostalgia when we look at an old photo and we often forget actually sometimes that was a really miserable place and that is not a place to go back to. Okay, so I hope that's given you a few things to think about. Um, And if you have anything to add, do message me, I would love to hear. So if you're not following me already on Instagram, do seek me out at the eating disorder therapist underscore. And if you enjoy this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd follow, rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon.